<laughs> you wish Say that, that again? <laughs> you wish you had that on there? Oh, you wish yeah. you had that That's recorded. not how it works. I thought what? you said when we feed her, she'd be nice. <laughs> I'm big shit now. Don't waste my time. <laughs> For the record. We both fed her. We both brought her sushi. She's still acting like this. It's the wine. Yeah, that's a half a bottle of wine gone. It's the Dose of Fat podcast. This is the show number 150, and it's fat bike season. I'm your Uncle Gomez. Ha! I'm your nephew, Spinner. <laughs> my mom instructed me to give my full name for you guys. It's Princess Leia Alexander Phipps Schneeberger Rollins. Damn, girl. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I will be sending her a link to this podcast. <laughs> oh, and I've got to watch her mouths. Oh, hey. She's already on me. She's like, you know, Star Wars is coming out on the 20th. You've got to get those tickets every week. She's like, did you get those tickets yet? <laughs> did she start streaming today, Disney Plus? There's a new Star Wars. She's know. not into that kind of technology. Okay. I barely just got her on Facebook like three days ago. <laughs> She's like, send me pictures, send me all this stuff. I was like, Mom, if you want pictures, you got to go to Facebook. Way to go! I'm Will. not doing a special. <laughs> we should send shout anymore. out to, to Leia's mom. Yeah, yep. Nancy Phipps. Yeah, not even she gets special treatment. Leia's big shit. I'm not going to send you pictures. Go find me online, Mom. Yeah, just like everybody else. <laughs> so this is You're the getting dose nothing for Christmas. <laughs> this is the dose of fat podcast where we uh, we have. Basically, three segments. We have the race segment. We have the beer, which might be the NA beer. We'll cover that in the beer segment. There we go. And the fun segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the each is represented by each of the radio personalities that sit around this birch table. We just had sushi. It was good. Mm-hmm. That was and, really good. Uh, and Bloody Mary bee sticks. And Leia's drinking. It's this bargain reserve. What does it say? It says Riesling. Bregagani. Wine is wine. Lake Michigan Shore, twelve percent. Mm. Who's carrying you out? Oh, here? I'm gonna get real happy tonight. <laughs> yeah. And first up in our mine is trio of <gasps> me. I get to be first. Yeah. I love being first. Win. <laughs> Welcome to the race segment. All right, you guys. With Lashley Burger, Alexandria. Did you did you remember? What was all? the acronym for all those names? Oh, gosh. Superstar? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I hope it's something terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. My stomach's going to be sore. <laughs> the BITC? Yeah, I think it. <laughs> so tell us about The Iceman Cometh. Yeah, Princess. you guys. Uh, the Iceman Cometh is pretty much the biggest mountain bike race in the Midwest, at least. Maybe even the, the country. There's about 4,700 people that have been doing this race. It started 30 years ago, so it was their 30th anniversary race. It's a 30-miler, point-to-point, that starts in uh, Kalkaska. Yep. Uh, It started at the airport in Kalkaska. And we ride on the back roads, um, Jeep trails, you know, a little bit of single track, to uh, Traverse City. And uh, it ends at this, uh, like, RV park. And... You know, I was talking to a girl, you know, she pulls up to the race and she was racing earlier at like 9 a.m. And it had been snowing and raining and sleeting the the days leading up. 
And then that morning, it was less than 30 degrees. It was cold, and there was just like a light drizzle. And you knew the course was going to be crap. It was going to be a mud fest. Bikes were going to get broken. Like, you're going to have to replace everything. It was going to be slow, trudgy, hell. And she's like, God, why am I here? Like, why? who does this? And then it's like, well, apparently 4,700 other people <laughs> do it as well. Um, but that's why it's called the, the ice man. And the big joke is what, what, you know, what are you going to get each year? Some years it's the nice man, you know, the weather's perfect. The course is blazing fast. And, um, I think the fastest that I did it was in like an hour and 46 minutes. And, uh, this year I finished in like two hours and 23 minutes, same, pretty much the same course. But the conditions were hell. Uh, some years it's the, the mud man. Some years it's ice man or the snow man. And this year we got a little bit of everything. So it snowed in Kalkaska, making the trail, it just like turned the trail into chunky peanut butter that would stick to your drivetrain uh, oh, make the gears really just grind. Though. It was really sandy. It, it, it's like they took a mixture of peanut butter and grape nuts and cream of wheat. <laughs> you know? and it's, making me hungry now. Like you're just mashing pedals, burning through watts, trudging through this uh, this mud. And then about 15 miles into the race, it it opens up, and it was like beautiful fall day, ripping fast, wide open trail like like a roadie cool. course yeah um so start of the race for the the pros was uh later on in the day we were the last on they have 56 waves in this thing there's so many people starting at like nine in the morning and then after everybody's off we start at 2 30 and this is the big one i mean this is where you know i, I call them real deal pros uh so we had Katarina, the field here is, is the field is draws is from from all over the nation yeah, and and there's usually some girls from Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sofia Gomez Villafan was signed up. She, she mm-hmm. didn't end up coming, but she's like from Argentina, uh, I think. Or, Spinner yeah. Spinner was Spinner was furiously taking notes over here. He's he's scribbled out the. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's the China trade deal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> who's, a, who's allowed to come and race in our country? <laughs> oh, we'll talk about where the women's belt went at single speeds later. But you continue. Are we oh, going to talk about single speeds? Because you, you know, you should probably save single speed stuff for your own podcast, don't you think? There's enough to go around. I'm yeah? curious oh, yeah. as to where that's leading because I got a whole other round of topics, and so I'm just wondering where you're going with that. Who won? Her name is Mega, and she's from Spain. <laughs> Okay. España, España, yeah. España. And I hope sorry, somebody got her name so she can send a belt back next year. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see that. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, you know, and the, the one who ended up winning was Katarina Nash. She's like five-time Olympian in mountain biking. She's also uh, done cross-country skiing in the Olympics. She's the current cycle cl- cycle cross World Cup leader. Like beat Yolanda Neff at a wow. race at Waterloo, right wow. so at she's Trek headquarters, at the top of her game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you roll up <laughs> next to some of these ladies, and you're like so starstruck. Oh, 
Here we go. Um, did you selfie at the start like you said you were yeah, going to? Yeah, I did. And I got <laughs> selfies afterwards. And, and then I ran into her at the bar, so I got more selfies. <laughs> I just asked that question because now you have to send me for the show notes. <laughs> I have heard of the her because you've talked about her before. Otherwise, I wouldn't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, she's kind of a big deal. You got a crush. I do. I have a crush. serious girl crush on this woman. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so yeah, we, we start the race and it's about two miles of open stretch before we get to the first section of single track and you know, it's going to be a slog and you don't want to get stuck behind, uh, people that can't ride it very well because you're just going to watch the leaders pull away. So I was working pretty hard to get into a position behind, uh, I wanted to be like third or fourth into the single track and I was, I was fighting for that third position, but this man, you think I'm aggressive, but this chick was like pushing me out of the way. I kept up ending up in the sticks because like we were hitting our handlebars and stuff. I mean, she was just, yeah, she was getting in on me. I'm like, kudos to her because I mean, I'll, I'll fight, you know, but I didn't want to risk going down. So I kind of fell back a little bit. And right before we uh, hopped in, another chick snuck in front of me. I'm like, God dang. So now I'm, I'm fifth wheel uh, but I had uh, Caitlin Patterson behind me, who's just a, a beast on the open sections. I mean, she's taken second at this race before. And, and, I mean, she, you know, her VO2 max is just insane. Okay, so and I apologize if you already said this. Is this the a women's only heat? Yeah, yep, just the women. So the pro men went out first, and then we started, like, three minutes behind them. Okay. So, so no, we, you push for that in other races, so, but it's very different on this side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a much more tactical race when it's just the women. Okay. Um, and it was a very tactical race this this day. So, fortunately, I had Caitlin behind me, and I and I was like, okay, as, if I have her behind, if if something goes wrong and there there's a spread, at least I'll have her to work with. Um, well, sure enough, chicks goes down. I mean, it's it's slop, right? And she goes down immediately in front of us, and there's two trees in the way. You can't get around her, and it's not like she pulled to the side to let us by. She would not, like the bike, she splattered all over the place. Uh God dang it. And so, through this area, I'm trying to get by, but not only is it tight, but it's also, you know, four inches of muck-a-muck. So, trying to, like, power through to get around was virtually impossible, and I was trying, and I was, like, burning up a lot of energy, and I'm like, ah, forget it. And you can see Katerina and Hannah Finchamp and another girl, the, the first three, just pulling away. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> you know? And um, by the time the course opened up enough to get around this chick, like, they were already at, like, pretty far in front of us. I was, and, gonna, I was gonna hear a story of you jumped this chick or bunny hopped her. <laughs> I should have. I mean, I got. I, yeah, I just. Uh. Anyway, it, it it's kind of like one of those stories where a lot of things didn't go my way, but ended up working out in my favor because third is the best I could ever even imagine. I mean, I was hoping for tenth. Mm. Fifth was a stretch goal, so third. Whatever. That's an elite podium. Yeah. Like, uh, what am I doing the here? The picture of you on the podium. <laughs> you look elated. Yes. Speaking of your social media, go find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check check the picture out. Um, so finally we were able to get around this girl. It opened up, and then I had uh, Kaylin with me, and I let her go ahead. And, I mean, we're off camber, even on the open sections, and it was so slick, and, and you're you're, like, sliding down. The, the trail and at the base is like just a pit. So you gotta be, you're trying to like balance and 
and steady on the side so you don't so slide So are you down. on your hardtail? I'm on my hardtail. And did yeah. you did you beef up your tread at all or no. did you rig go on your slickest race tires? I uh I was told to just stick with what I <laughs> what I had and so, it, and right. it worked in my favor yeah, but yeah. the bikes immediately were <laughs> yeah. I, I mean they were screaming in yeah. pain and you just had to ignore it and then you and then the uh the chains were skipping and it was hard to keep the bike in the gear. So you had to like keep constant pressure on the pedals to even keep right. the thing in gear. Makes and you, you think, do I really want to shift? Yeah. This, I mean, it would, <laughs> this one's running pretty good. Yeah. Right. And if you wanted to change gears, it, sometimes it would take three shots yeah. to shift and then it would bounce around. And so, um, so me and, and Caitlin are on the chase and we've already then got a gap uh, with the rest of the group. And the girl that was in third position uh, she was at the side of the course with a chain drop. Mm. Like, it was pretty typical. Uh, so then we were going after Katerina and Hannah, but they they just already had, like, a huge gap on us. So uh, I rode with Caitlin for a really long time, and it was it was awesome having her because there's no way I could have done it myself. And that was, like, the key for me is to just – stay with her and there was a point uh it's called dockery road where we're going along these power lines and it was really really deep sludge but on the side there had kind of been a path made above the road but it was also pretty slick but if you if you messed up just ever so slightly you're going to drift down into the bowl and you were just going to stop right like your bike was just going to stop so she wanted to drop me right there. So she started throwing, she was throwing the hammer down hard and I'm trying to stick with her. And there's so much slush coming up in your face that I couldn't see anything because my glasses were covered. I mean, it's like head down, just trying to look below my glasses. Like, don't let her go. Like, this is it. Like, this is the pivotal moment in this race, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so hyper-focused on the trail because not, not only are you, are you trying to balance and stay on, but she's also going really fast. So I'm having to carry like a lot of speed and just trust her wheel. Mm -hmm. Um, So finally we get through that section and the course opens up and it's a little bit nicer and and wide open. And then it starts sleeting snow on us. Like we're getting bitten (laughs) by (laughs) like bumblebees, like just sleeting. I I just started laughing. I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, What's next? You know, she's like, well, at least it's not raining. Uh, you know? <laughs> and then the thunder and it, came. And, and it, you know, it's 30 <laughs> degrees. So if you get wet like that, it, it's it's really torture. And our bikes are just making all this noise. I, I mean, this this was a tough race. And um, finally we get to the next section of, of single track, which was just the worst yet. You know, you got to imagine like 4,000 people trying to get around each other through the woods and so there are these alternate paths throughout the the woods where you're like are we even we're nowhere even near the course <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and it is kind of like a little maze trying to get through there and she uh, <clears throat> I kind of had I had a little advantage over her in those sections because I I ride that a lot more and I, I I'm, I'm really like powerful and, and strong uh, she definitely has me in the aerobic area so those sections, you know, where she's burning out because it's not so much aerobic, it's more muscular. 
I was able to just sit in and rest. So instead of like trying to waste watts and burn up energy and get by her where she was just going to catch me on the opens anyway, I just sat, I just kind of sat in and, and just kind of chuckled at how ridiculous this race was in the first place. (laughs) Um, so sat in and I thought we just had a huge gap on everybody. So I wouldn't worry about, I wasn't worried about it. But then near the end of this section, uh, Lindsay Creek comes, comes up on us and she's another Wisconsin girl out of Milwaukee. And I know her, I've raced her a couple of times and she does a lot of the, the track racing, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the big road races. She did the Leadville 100 took seventh. I mean, mm-hmm. she's, she's a force to be reckoned with too, especially in the open areas. So what was cool about that is now there's three of us working together for the last 15 miles of the course, which was just super fast roadie. So we did a lot of like trading places, drafted really well with each other, worked really well together. And then um, with about seven miles left, uh, Caitlin started making a couple attacks. So I'd be pulling for a little bit and she would make a really hard attack and I'd try to respond and I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it. I'd, you know, I'd be like 10, 15 yards away and I'd be like, Lindsay, I can't, like, I need your help, you know? And so Lindsay would come around and she'd get us the rest of the way. And so right when we would get back on You would say to, that? You say that to her? Yeah. I'm like, dude, says, I need, help me out. Like I need your help right now or else she's going to get away basically. Uh. uh, so the two of us together were able to respond and, and reel Caitlin back in. It was so cool. Cause when we did, uh, Lindsay would throw a thumbs up. Uh, that I could see, you know, I'm like, yes, you know, like teamwork. I, you know, I'm not used to this in mountain yeah. biking. This yeah, is yeah. so, this is so cool. Uh, so then we're trading places again, taking turns. And then again, I'm in the front and Caitlin makes another attack. And so I'm out of the seat. I'm trying to catch. And like, once again, I'm like, I, I like, I need you now, Lindsay, I need you now. And she pulls up, gets us to her. And sure enough, once we get to her, the thumb goes out, the thumbs up. Hmm. So great. So you know, at first when Lindsay came up, I'm thinking, oh, great. Well, third, fifth is good. That's like, that's what I was hoping for anyway. You know, I kind of figured I was the the weakest link. But uh, it turned out that by having her together, together, we were able to bridge these attacks where I think if I was just with Caitlin myself, I wouldn't have been able to uh, to catch her. Mm-hmm. And that and then it it would have been game over. Um. So she quit making attacks because I think she knew that we were going to be, the two of us together were going to be able to catch. So the last five miles we slowed down to almost a snail's pace because now you're playing those tactics of you don't want to work too hard. You don't want to be the guy guy in front, save the energy for the end. You're pretty sure no one's going to catch you. You're pretty sure you're not going to catch the lead group. So, I mean, we're going so slow. I mean, like not even endurance pace, crazy. And... So finally, I'm like, man, I just kind of want to speed this up. So I got in front and took a pull, but then we hit a, like a really long uh, hill. It wasn't steep or anything, but it was really long and gradual. And they got around me, and I couldn't hang. Uh, so they put a, a pretty large gap on me. I was like, okay, here we go, you know. Bye, guys. <laughs> you know, this is where I just finished out the race, and, and off they go. But when we got to the top, I saw a really long descent. And I'm like, oh, my God. So the whole race, whenever uh, I was not in the front, whenever we were going downhill, I was on the brakes, hmm. right? But if I was in the front, we were we were going smooth, smooth through it. So I thought, oh, my advantage is the descending right now. So I, 
I just pinned it on the downhill and I caught him. And now there's only like two miles left in this thing. And I am with these girls and I'm thinking, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I still got energy in the tank. And we get to the base of, it's kind of the game changing hill. It's like the wood chip hill. And this is where you've got hundreds of spectators on either side of the hill, just screaming in your face. And they're all encroaching on you. Like their heads are right in front of you and they're screaming at you. And this is where everybody makes their final attacks. This is, this is the make or break it hill. And I'm at the bottom and I'm third wheel and I'm thinking, okay, who's going to, who's going to attack? Who's it going to be? And I'm waiting for them. And neither of them, neither of them did. I'm like, right then and there, I, I, I visualized how I could take third at this race. I needed to get to the top of the hill first so that I could be first to the single track descent because I knew I'd be able to put a gap on him there. And then there's kind of like another long, gradual uh, climb before you get into the area with all the, uh, the barriers leading into the finish. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, if I can get a big enough gap on the, on, on the single track descent, then maybe I can hold it so that I'm at the top, so I get to the top of that last hill before the barriers. And once you're in the barriers, it's like hard to get by or, or pass. And all I got to do is pin it. So I, I just got out of the seat and it went so hard. And I was in so much pain, but there's all these people screaming at you like, Rah! I was like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> so I, I got to the top first and then I thought right there, I was like, oh my gosh, I could do this. Like I could podium at the, at the Iceman Cometh. So I, uh pinned it in the single track and then just like everything I had on that last climb and I was able to hold him off and at the very end it came down to a sprint finish between me and Lindsay for third and fourth and it was only by a half a bike length like literally came in at the same time sprint finish sprint finish my first ever oh man yeah it was crazy it was awesome I mean I like what just like this is so cool in so many ways and and you know and I was so like one of the I really enjoyed riding with uh Caitlin and Lindsay and having that teamwork and then also you know being able to work with Lindsay to make sure that we all stayed together at the end is is like wow this is so different (laughs) to me it was really awesome and I, I I I you know I look up to these girls you know, and I was finally at a place where I could mix it up and I could even, you know, play the games and be tactical enough to to win. So then the next thing I know, I'm on the podium with Katarina Nash. <laughs> like I'm looking at her and she's looking at me. <laughs> and, she, and I'm looking at her, and, but she's looking at me too. And it's <laughs> Katarina Nash. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty cool to finish the season uh, with that one. I highly recommend going to this race. Like, you finish, it's a huge party at this resort. Everybody's drinking beer. There's food carts. Um, yeah, and then that, it, that finish area is, is, is the best the ever. Bomb, man. It's the best. All those big bonfires and yeah, everybody's people, camping. Yeah, it's it's totally sweet. So if you haven't been to the Iceman, like. Somebody who says, you know, they have pure Icelandic blood has never been to the Iceman. Yeah. Was it, was, oh, yeah. Okay. It ain't for the fans. <laughs> I was going to go defend some stuff here, but no. Well, but yeah. I, I, don't I don't know. I don't, I'd go. You should go. I will go. And it was the, so. In the I've pit, actually raced in it. 
In the so. Midwest, they have the they call it the Triple Crown. It's not really a series. It's kind of like a not on paper series. The Schwamigan, the so it's the Order Shore, the Schwamigan, and the and Iceman. Man. And um, I didn't realize it, but I got a message from Brian Motter. He's like, "Way to go! You podiumed at every." Huh? One of the oh. Triple Crown races, first at Order Shore, second at Schwamagon, third at Iceman. He's like, nice season. And I was like, oh, dang. I didn't even think about that. Like, that's yeah, that's really sweet. Like, what? I always saw the Iceman, too, as the mountain bike finishing uh, championship. And, and they do put out all of the... Like the Wars champion gets an automatic seed because, you know, the race is so huge. It's a lottery to get in there. But mm. but they handpick people to be in that race, and they make sure that there's a slot for, at least they used to. I know they might have, like, pro division now. Yeah, so the pro different. division, you, you're you in if you're going to do the pro division. Yeah. They do sell out of the, the regular divisions, but it didn't sell out to like, a week before the race. So yeah. There's plenty of time. I mean, come on, it's 4,700 people. And those those trails have they, they can they have the capacity there. They're uh, yeah, they're wide enough. And there's some there are those single track areas. So I you know you feel bad for the earlier waves because there definitely was a lot of hike a bike because you're just stuck. Yeah. Behind uh, people, or we you know we don't. My group doesn't have that problem, but mm-hmm. yeah, it it. They it's will when I join one, the but... women's pro, <laughs> pro circuit. Oh, let's not even get into that. Because <laughs> then Leah will have to suck your I wheel. Just... We talk about guys behind oh, the dudes. Geez. We talk about all that. No. So, but this is like <clears throat> storybook. Well, okay, storybook ending to a storybook season. I don't. I don't think I can ever duplicate Kate something and, like that. You know, in a, in a big way, I think that Spinner and I. <laughs> You guys are totally the reason behind all my success. You're welcome. <laughs> Just rubbing now. <laughs> oh, Notice yes, how the tables yes. have turned. Neither of them are drinking. <laughs> Spinner doesn't even eat carbs anymore, and I'm the one with the wine. <laughs> No, I eat carbs. Off season. Woo! I, I, I was just getting. <laughs> Let's get Gomez friendly snacks. Yeah. <laughs> no. So. Well, congratulations. That, Thank that you. That's a hell of a story, dude. And yeah. you do need to check out her Instagram for this. Your excited picture on the podium. With well, the, it's going to be in the show notes. Shirty yeah. Shirty emailed me the photo. Well, you got it. Well, he, you have a, a normal one. There, no, there's one dude. of me just like. <laughs> you look like, do, I, I look Oh, hammered. you have to send me the one where you're. Well, it's on that Facebook. Super, it's the oh, okay. Facebook one. Did they give you all bottles of champagne when you get on there? Yeah, Is I drank it. Yeah, that's what we were drinking. Okay. <laughs> that's what I had in my hand was a bottle of champagne. No, because you looked in over your head and you're like screaming. Every uh, every other woman up there is like smiling nice and Leah's yeah, like, I know. We have completely changed roles. I just podiumed at the fucking ice man. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, no, I can't act like I've been here before. I have not. Yeah. I've seen you got, yeah, first and and be angry with yourself. (laughs) You get third and be that happy. (laughs) It was neat. Well, speaking of uh, racing, that. I should probably still get into in the, the race fat, segment. Yeah, we were at the first racing. bullet point of this two-page. Yeah, thing. so we got the fat bike series coming up, you know, because it's fat bike season, and everyone's greasing up their fat bikes. They should be out already. Mine's in the damn shops, killing lube your me. Tube. Have you, yeah, lube your seat tubes. Have you? Lube your seat tubes. Lube your Do you hear it? She, no. she hasn't listened to Danger Gnome. But. Yeah. We had a lube your seat, <laughs> tube, lube your seat tube uh, campaign. 
Yeah. We had a big 55-gallon drum of seat tube lube at the Funduro, and you could just, like, you could ride up. <laughs> uh, we had a pit crew, like, but we're getting into the fun section. We're still, <laughs> still in the race section. We'll get there. Well, the race section can be really fun because there's some s- sweet series coming up. Okay, the, just talk about fun races. The, the, the folks at Huge Ass really know how to do that. Yeah, I so. mean, Huge Ass has always been one of my favorites. That's where I, I I started fat biking in the first place. I mean, they have the the beer shortcuts. They do have free booze after the Hammerschlagen. They have the Hammerschlagen. Uh-huh. You had your own Hammerschlagen like butler. Can you can you get that one started for me, Gene? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, it's sure. Tappy tappy. <laughs> you have your own hammer, the carbon fiber the handle hand-ups. hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they got a nice little series, and and they have different divisions. We're so actually, you can we're race six miles, ten. Co-hosting one of the, we're co-hosting oh, race number three, fatbike.com and fatbike radio join forces. Ooh, <laughs> boom! Where's I that one? Know. Which one is that? Where's that's the uh, that's the one at uh, the Zion Illinois Beach State Park. Oh, the they're down run. in. Mm. I don't right know. There, that, I don't know that was, was in Illinois as well. Is that the only Illinois race? I don't know. Okay. I did the truck one last year. It's Willinois or <laughs> Ilskonsen. <laughs> okay. It's right there on the border. Well, the on the, first it's one, right there on the DMZ. That's what they say. What's the difference between a cheesehead and a dickhead is the Illinois state line. Have you heard that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to our Illinois list. I don't mean hey, that. Hey, I'm, I'm actually going to highlight an <laughs> Illinois series. They they have a fat bike series down in and Illinois. At Wood Park where they yeah. built a new trail. Built a new trail. Out in Rockford. Oh, Rockford, okay. Yep. Yeah. So go down to Atwood Park in Rockford. They're only twenty bucks a pop. You can do it's either nine miles or nineteen miles. And I I I snuck out to the first one last weekend because I can't resist checking out new trails. And all the money goes to them. And you went there and you won? Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean like <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Way to go. I Leah. Yeah. I wasn't. It's off season. Do, I'm you know what? You, be racing my bike. Did you use? Did you use a like a, a fake race name like Stella Stella Rizbinski? Nathan, if you're listening, thank you for your bike. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, and you poached somebody's bike. I did. Too. I didn't have my bike. It's in the shop. I'm waiting oh, for the wheels to get done. You probably oh, know if that Ice Queen bike shows up, they're going like, to be like, "Oh, oh shit. damn!" Yes. <laughs> so, are you, are you getting 26 inch wheels? Yeah, I'm staying with the uh, carbon head. But you're getting new, new hubs, right? Yeah, I'm getting the i9 hubs because uh, I love the Hydra. And then Hydra. I'm getting the bird spokes. So I'm probably going to drop like a pound and a half off each of these Jesus. wheels. Yeah, so I'm hoping the bike will get down to like 21 pounds. You can't get bigger wheels than that. On, you can't go 27.5 on a old, uh, 15 Bear Grease, can you? Especially the small ones. Yeah. But I, w- I wouldn't know about all that. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a maybe and probably. But okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm know. sticking with the same bike. I mean, this will be the fifth year I I'm thought on for that sure, bike. I thought for sure you were going to, from what I had read on social media, so I was like, I, damn, she's, she's getting a new mug look. that my bike like, is the best. I was going to have to be like, I had to talk like a Dutch uncle to get you to give that thing a four, <laughs> man. And you're you're, you're going to race that thing? Oh, that's and the then I thought, you didn't like? Oh. And, I thought, and I thought, oh, well, maybe she's getting an S-Works fat boy because an S-Works fat boy is Fucking nice. I know dude. they're they're fucking a nice, but um, 
I don't, you know, I'm about, I'm about the flash sometimes. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. they don't come up with the really nice and how designs, then I'm only five, two. So that bike is so, your size. It's perfect. It's what you know. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's a great geometry for me. It's, it's, it's tiny. And I mean, it's a frame, so it'll last forever. Like I just keep changing components and wheels and upgrading mm. the rest of it. Those carbon bikes don't last forever, but they do if you're only 125 pounds. Do you only race it? And the smaller I the only frame, ride the stronger it in the, the frame. Leah doesn't derby. <laughs> so that, that <laughs> no, and, and when, when I fall, it's in the snow. Okay, you know, it's not like it's crashing into trees and rocks. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, just know that you can always get another one. They didn't just make one of those, so God, we need to make stickers. Leia doesn't derby. <laughs> I don't do your derby. Okay. Or put that on your jersey. <laughs> right on. I don't do derby. <laughs> Leah doesn't derby. So we we talked about Atwood. We talked about Huge S. Did you want to mention Snow Crown? Yeah, uh, Snow Crown. Obviously, uh, with the Broken Spoke team, love all four of those. I'll be at all of those. And one I really want to point out that you should definitely hit up is the one in Ishpeming, Michigan, up in the Upper Peninsula. has a it's, weird name. What's the the Big Ish or something? What is it's it? It's the Fat Ish. Oh, the Fat Ish. Yeah, it's That's the Fat Ish in the Snow Crown series. So when folks, when you say to folks that, hey, I'm going to be here, I'm going to do this race, can folks come <laughs> and get autographs and stuff? Shut <laughs> up. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Is this still George's <laughs> series? Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. it? So he, and the art he added a Michigan one. The art this year. They added it last year, and the cool thing about this one is it's a Le Mans tubing start. Oh, that's the the one we got hit in the head. Yeah, yeah, the bikes are at the base of the the hill, and you you start at the top. They lock you in a garage. They lock you in a garage. They open the door. You got to grab the tube, and you fly down the hill, and you get smashed into by everybody. Sometimes people land on your face. Um, And then you have to go run to your bike, and then you start the race. Mm Mm-hmm. So fun. So I like fun. that. And also, just you, you take the trip to the Upper Peninsula. It's beautiful. It's some of the best fat biking. You get a pasty around. at the border, mm-hmm. and you drink beers mm-hmm. with your And then we all party afterwards extended. at mm-hmm. you know, a nasty little motel that there. gets pissed at us for getting too, they always too crazy. <laughs> you just put the ointment on for the bed bugs and don't you worry about it. <laughs> So there's a lot of options out there. So just look up Huge Ass, Snow Crown, the Atwood series. We gotta spell Huge Ass. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna put the links in. Yeah, the, show the links notes. will be there. And then also, um, my favorite of the year is the Polar Roll, uh, mm-hmm. which is which also Ishpeming. It's but already sold out. You're gonna get a special invitation, so you could probably give your your. Uh, no, man, I had to pay. I really? registered. Yeah. Oh man, Don't. you need a, you need an agent, an insurance agent. <laughs> oh, I need someone that knows how to sell. Really? God, I Ooh. wish I knew someone in advertising. Oh, man. <laughs> um, this is a closer. But also, Polar you guys, roll. the Sweaty Yeti at Levis. Oh, yeah. You can't oh, forget yeah. that one. Definitely look see that now, one up. See, now, would you do a team there? Or are you, you I would be do all, a team there, sure. Yeah. yeah. You would probably want somebody that fast. That would be fun. Because we talked about I wouldn't need someone track, fast. But somebody has to go to wedding. I know. I'll check the day. I'm pretty sure that's the date. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm sorry. Boo. Boo. I know. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to tell me this before. You guys just came up with this before I got here. You ordered sushi and they're like, we're going to do all these races. Spinner can't go. Well, just one. Okay. 
But we'll figure it out. I mean, you don't even know. So right, true. I I'm I have. A, I'm pretty sure though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you also you can't forget about the fat bike Berkey. That's like oh yeah, duh. The championship of the world of fat biking. Yeah. And then there's another one I wanted to put a shout out to is the Snow Bully in Iola. It's on a Friday night under the lights on the uh, cross country ski trails. So it's really really fast and rolling hills. Really fun. It's a really Ooh. fun one. Yeah. So look that one up. I wonder if uh, up to snow good's going to happen again. The downhill at Tyrol. Probably that was so um, much fun. The owner Nathan, he he's he's serious business about that place. I mean, he's still looking at building trails there mm-hmm. too. I'm sure he'll he'll do that one. Uh, they've already been making snow, so their ski hill is open. The tubing is open. Oh, we got snow. We got like six six inches. Yeah, here. but they're still they're making more. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the the earliest that any of the ski hills around here have opened up. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well. I think that concludes the race segment. <laughs> Is that enough race talk? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more wine then. Yes. <laughs> so now we're going to call Butch, Butch Piontek. He, well, actually, well, we're talking to a race director, so you Butch. should. It is still race. Woo! Yeah, there you go. He's the race director of the Nicolay Frosty Bear. And that's coming up next, right after a word from our sponsor. Tonight's Dose of Fat is brought to you by BikeJacket.net. They're the makers of the best bicycle covers for your fat or mountain bike. Have you ever driven to a race only to find your brakes and derailleur frozen from the elements? BikeJacket.net solves that problem with an easy-to-install set of covers to keep road slap off of your bike when it's on your hitch or your roof rack. Visit BikeJacket.net for the best bike covers in the business. Please welcome to our program our special guest, Butch Piantek. He is the race director of the Nicolay Frosty Bear. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Hey, well, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we're you also do the uh, Hibernator and the Bear One Hundred race yep. up there in Leona, Wisconsin. Yes, um, yeah, Brent Smelling runs the Bear, and I run the Hibernator. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, Leo over there, she's actually won, I think, the Bear One Hundred. Yeah, it was the Bear One Hundred this spring. And I did the bear and the hibernator this year. Good so it, time. A little moist there at the uh, at one of them. Is the frosty bear a hundred miles? I uh, know it's a uh, sixty mile. This is kind of our pilot test year. We want to see how it goes. Um, we've never done a snow bike race, and we we're going to be learning on this one because you know the just all the stuff you got to plan for is quite a bit different. Um, you know, the weather up here can be pretty unpredictable. Like this morning, it was two degrees. Um, so mm. it's a learning. We're going to learn this year, and then we're going to expand it next year. Because I, I thought that uh, you were going to have a 100-mile race, and uh, that would have made you, like, it would have been a, it would have been. Epic. W- right. Well, one of the only, one of the only two that, uh, to the just. Tuscobia is the only other race that gets into that ultra marathon. Um, yeah, are you? Um, we talked about it, but um, I guess we're we're not even finalized on the routes. I'm still working with the first service. Um, looks like it's going to be a modified 100k route mm-hmm. because um, the 
the Rat River Trail, the last half between Bear Lake and about three quarters of the way back to Blackwell is actually snowmobile trail. Mm-hmm. They're concerned about the speeds they travel through there. Sure. So we're working on it. Um, I guess it'd be a hundred miler. We could work it in, but I'm not, you know, I'd have to talk with the group. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, 16, uh, a metric is, is every bit as impressive. And for yeah. your first outing, it's, it's uh, it, it's still going to draw from that that crowd. Uh, so, and and yeah. do you, do you think that they'll be grooming? Do you think it's plowed roads? Because we were mostly on roads. Yeah, we're going to use a lot of plowed roads. Um, <clears throat> I'm still working on getting. I want to groom that last half of the or the section of the Rat River Trail between Leona mm-hmm. and Blackwood. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just gotta get a drink. Um, the uh, the Forest Service has been after me for a couple of years to try and do this. I don't know why. I really? Spring- yeah, they've That's been cool. really. Yeah, so they're supporting us, but like I said, they're concerned about the snowmobile trails. They can close them for a day, <laughs> right? And you got a couple yeah, I, of different uh, different distances on here. When I'm looking online, you have a ten and a thirty. So not everybody has to be a super hardcore start out, right? Okay, we're still working a ten mile route. That one might have to be a little bit more blacktop to make it work, but it is what it is. Um, there's not a good ten mile ride. Um, Brent also has an idea for a a groomed section on some private property. So I mean, we're still working out a lot of the small beats or well, not so small details. <laughs> we are. On it, about every day we're talking about it with someone. So, and your races, your races up there in in Leona, they support the volunteer fire and rescue, uh, the rescue group up um, there, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Leona Rescue Squad. That's actually I work for them. Um, that's how I got them involved. Um, I work nights for them. In fact, I'm on in fifteen minutes. Ooh. Um, but I'm I stay home most of the time just when i get a call i leave but, yeah and, and so, there's no entry fee for your races but the uh there's a donation to the to the rescue squad and i i think that's pretty cool and it's held out of uh what well, what is the what is the name of the of the jars is the name jars of the that's right i always get it wrong i always want to say yeah, it starts right at the mugs. bar right it starts and ends at a bar and there's always yeah. there's always a pretty kick-ass lunch special for the racers mm-hmm. i think it was like five bucks and you walked out of there uh with a good ride under your belt and uh, a good lunch and it was it was totally sweet so keep on throwing those uh grassroots hoedowns man appreciate it we know <laughs> we know justin too so uh, yeah i'm I'm hoping he gets back into it here one day. And you know, we kind of, I guess he retired from the pro level, but I'd like to get him to ride with me at least in the 30 mile this year. I'm working on him. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, cool, man. Thanks for joining us on the show. We appreciate it. Problem. We'll have, we'll, for- we'll have a show notes in our show notes. We'll put a link to your race and everything. Okay. Thanks, Butch. Sure. Thanks. You guys have a great night. Yeah, you too. Right, you too. Thanks. All right. Yep. That was Butch Piontek. He's the race director of the Nicolay Frosty Bear up there in Leona in the North Woods.
where Leia was totally triumphant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't feel very triumphant. It's a good thing that their fire and rescue team was there because <laughs> I was so dehydrated and short on calories that when I finished, I was all dizzy. I couldn't see. Ooh. And uh, they checked my blood sugar or something, mm-hmm. and they put me in the um, the ambulance, right? And I guess I dipped way way too low and she puts me in the blanket because i was freezing and just started f- feeding me what month <laughs> was this this was in may i believe okay did they, or no did they rub your April. did they rub your tubby, <laughs> rub <my> tubby. but <laughs> I, yeah like i was so destroyed because it was 100 miles <laughs> and i was trying to keep up with the lead pack of of men i, I mean and that we're averaging like 20 some miles per hour on our mountain bikes and the gravel and it wasn't like the smoothest gravel of all time and yeah that spring race the, <clears throat> the the course was in pretty rough shape and then i went back in the fall and i was like oh what tires do i run <laughs> and it was like perfect it was just like gravel roads <laughs> they'd fill everything in yeah, yeah they fixed it all yeah so i was i was i was murdered after that race and they put me in there and brought me back to life nice <laughs> it was nice having them there did Here's they? an extra 50 for the donation <laughs> for saving my life. <laughs> for the milk and cookies. Well, it's a lot cheaper than the ambulance, I'm sure. Yeah. Now, for something completely different, it's the N.A. Beer segment. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking should, should we call it the N.A. Beer segment? That looks like some pretty fancy N.A. Beer. Yeah. I don't know. Hellraiser Dark Amber. NA beer is not refrigerated anywhere I've been. So for those who don't know, I was going to do a year of not drinking. I'm still doing six months of not drinking. I'm doing a half year. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut I'm it. Gonna, I'm not going to do, do the 100 miler of not drinking. I'm going to do 100K yeah. of not drinking. There you go. That is a lot for me. Do you, have, do you know how many days left you have? Is it sometime in December? Downtown? I don't yeah. know. Uh, Camrock was the one where I got hammered with a uh, Mike Repiak. <laughs> I was like, I need to make changes in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've been NA since then, whenever that was. Um, and sometime in this uh, sobriety, you started a new podcast. I did. Burning Bike Podcast. Burning Bike Podcast. Look at how much you can get done. I know. You remodeled your house? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sell that damn thing. Um, I need to move where the party is. Um, Madison. Yeah. It's not so, Astaland. On my last show, it's not, <laughs> nowhere is. My last show, I gave my opinion of what your podcast is. Oh. So, yeah. what's your opinion of what yeah, my podcast think, is? Do you think that Gary Crandall's an industry insider? <laughs> I don't know. I just like I, the people you talk to. You like you're. They're like I don't know who he some is. Of them He's probably are, important. Are, are, somebody are pro, are industry insiders, but I try and just find interesting people. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But anyway, well, it, like you're talking to like what's well, so you? You know, I I'm just I talking think, to my friends. Yeah, I don't think that that I I want to pigeonhole you. I just don't want to be that judgy. <laughs> Because I'm woke. No, I'm hashtag woke. No, just kidding. Because that's nothing more nothing more judgy than that. No? To say, oh, I just don't want to be judgy. Yeah. I was just trying to tell people, give them an idea of what else is yeah. on Fat Bike Radio Network because there's multiple shows now. Right. Well, you know what? Actually, Sven, a.k.a. Greg, asked me for a promo for this show and the Dose of Fat. Well, he didn't ask for this one, but he's getting one from this one. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, the uh, you know we we should we should craft it ourselves as yeah, well. We should put it together. So I never actually thought about what my show was. It's the Danger Gnome podcast, man. It's about Danger Gnomes. What's what's everybody what's, in the world <laughs> just said? What the fuck is a Danger Gnome? <laughs> Leia, do you know? Leia, she, what, I don't know. It would be a dangerous it. gnome. She might have danger gnome in her name. I don't know. I don't remember what she said at the start of this thing. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, the Burning Bike Pad podcast, we share this gear that we make our podcast between our two podcasts, which, <gasps> and you know, it wouldn't be so bad. We could probably share the gear. If you lived in Madison. I'm working we, on it. <laughs> if, if you're moving to Madison, this might all be for moot, but we were thinking about having, putting t-shirts up for sale. And raising money to buy another one of these setups because right. like about twelve hundred bucks to do to do it right. Yes, because um, it's such a cool logo, and the burning bike name came from that Gnome Fest logo. That why don't we do a fatbikerace.com race? Oh, <laughs> fundraiser! Because only one of us in this room <laughs> races. <laughs> the rest of us have party events. <laughs> Excuse me. The, the, oh, why don't you guys make something else? I can win. <laughs> <laughs> Make a trophy for me. <laughs> Give me a free shirt. Uh, the, the the director in the booth is telling me that the, the race section is it's over. It's over. <laughs> and, we're, we're done. and and and, and you won. And 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 you look really nice today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are gonna. We'll do a t-shirt. Uh, Gomez has some ideas, and then we'll do things on the back like. Uh, Weird slogans like the stickers, like our opinions are written in stone. <laughs> you know, Leia doesn't Leia do don't derby. Derby. <laughs> don't yeah. Um, yeah. And on your on your next show, what have what have you got? What have you got for your listener to look forward to on your next show? The shit show that was Single Speed USA in Texas. Um, we got have a lot of different segments. I still got to tie it together, but um, <laughs> this at, at the bar afterwards, it was a little. Um, dive bar that, uh, yeah, I interviewed the winners. I interviewed the losers. I talked to some local Texas folk, um, for the hosting competition. It came down to Maine and West Virginia. And, um, I'll explain that in the radio show, but Chewy and Hollywood and I had like a sports caster, um, like if you're watching Monday Night Football and the, and the commentary going back and forth. And do you want to reel Do you want to reveal what the, what the contest was? No. It's, it's been played at Gnome Fest before. Oh, has it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what it was, but it's they called it butt darts. Well, the first was... Oh, wait. Uh, you just revealed it. You just said no. I thought you just said, do you want to? And I said, meh. And you said, but it, everybody knows. No, I said it's just been played at Gnome Fest. I thought... And then you just revealed it. Oh, it's revealed. Man, I'm like Geraldo Rivera. The I first... Like, uh, or the- Perry Mason. I just got it right out of you. <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll go through that. So if you don't know, <laughs> I'll, ex- I'll explain this quickly. But uh, part of Single Speed USA is the hosting competition. And four states were in this year. It was Maine, West Virginia, um, Missouri, and I'm trying to think of who the other one was. I don't remember, but they lost. Kentucky. Um, no. Tennessee. Arkansas. Your Kansas. Maybe. <laughs> well, whatever it was. You had to run. To, it was like, you know, uh, where you throw a Frisbee at the beer can, mm-hmm. beersy. But uh, we had Nerf guns. And uh, you had to run, chug a beer, put it on the pole, run back and shoot it with Nerf guns. Yep. And uh, 
<laughs> Missouri, uh, Thad Carlson actually chugged his beer, shot his cannon, and I don't know what he was doing back there, but they got upset and threw the gun and hit Thad in the head. Oh, no. <laughs> he was on the ground for a while, and then he wasn't able to knock his can off the thing. But it came down to butt darts at the bar, which is you put a quarter in your ass cheeks and try to drop it in a cup. Right. <laughs> so, and it... Uh, it was quite a battle, a uh, three-person relay the, the team. The comedic thing is is the whole duck walk that people have to do to keep a quarter in their butt cheeks right. to to get over this. And it's usually a shot glass. This is a tiny glass. They play it different down there. We play uh, Texas rules where you yeah. can put as many in your as many quarters in there as you want. Say what? Yeah. So you could choose, depending on how big of an ass you have, how many quarters you would try to get down and drop in that cup. Um, that Chihuahua, yeah, everything Maine is everything Maine is bigger won in Texas. with a dollar fifty, and they beat West Virginia, which I think they only had like fifty cents. But uh, did the winner from Switzerland participate? Switzerland, no, Spain, Spain, Spain. yeah, okay. yeah. And we're sitting there, and she was explaining who she did not. Um, when we started announcing, I guess she had a boyfriend from Nebraska, and like, who wants to host? And they all kind of. Thing is, she raised her hand. She's like, oh, I want to play for Nebraska. I'm like, does Nebraska have trails? And you don't sound like you're from Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And her boyfriend's like, eh, I don't think what they a, do. What a fair process. I don't know. I shouldn't say boyfriend. The gentleman <laughs> with her. I don't know how it works. But uh, I'll explain that in, in the Burning Bike podcast. So, Man, I look forward to listening to that and taping all of that together. It's going to be, it's, uh, seriously, you know, it's going to be a shit just, show. There's a lot of little segments where it's like, home dog, you just got to work that audacity. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. It's just cutting and pasting. But I need whatever software you have. We need uh, to talk about that. Yeah, no problem. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you have two other events that you'd like to highlight today. Oh, I have two on here that are happening. Um, Cranksgiving, which is kind of a... a Food drive, right? It's a food drive it's in not Madison. Kind of a food drive. It's, it's a an, food drive. It's an alley cat for the food drive that ends at Revolution Cycles, which has been on the uh, podcast before. And what's the date on that? Is this Saturday? Oh, dear. what is that? I don't know what that is. Fifteen, sixteen? What's Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday all day. Um, going to try that out. I don't know. Ride around town, get donations. I'm going to bring the big fat dummy, fill it up with food, end at Rev and party. Nice. Yeah. Want to come? Want to be on a team? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any, I'm not doing anything on Saturday. Okay. Do you have a cargo bike? Uh, no. You but have, you I, got, I got bikes with lots of, I can put lots of bags on any of my bikes. Yeah. I have a 14 liter Terrapin, uh, rate, uh, relay design thing. We got a trailer? Put, put a fucking, oh, I got a trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leia, what are you doing? It's too slow. <laughs> I put packs on the bike. It slows the bike down. Oh, uh. No, I'm, aerodynamics. I'm, in, I'm in Green Bay this weekend. Ah, okay. And Santa Rampage. Yeah, so I think we talked about this before, but Santa Rampage falls on the same day as Global Fat Bike Day. Always Why has. do they do that? Because Gomez invented Global Fat Bike Day. I did not. I did not <laughs> invent it. I, I was just there saying, yeah, this is a great idea. <laughs> That's all. That was my role. I thought that you just, that's what you do. You introduce an idea, and then you step back and the see what happens. The rampage should be closer that to how, Christmas. That's how the Fat Bike Berkey became the world championship. It's true. You just introduced it, and then you stepped away, and you're like, no, let's watch this. This is true. But, see, I think instigator over you there. can mm-hmm. Global Fat Bike Day at Santa Rampage. You can do both. I, I personally have... 
Global Fat Bike Dade at the Milwaukee one. You know, is there, and people are always there's like, a Santa Rampage in Madison too. Like, there's, they're all over the place. There's, there's one. The, it, the one in Madison is the week after. Oh. Global Fat Bike It's supposed to be the same. No? No, they it's the 14th. It? Okay, so Milwaukee's on December 7th. Rochester's uh-huh. on December 7th. Because I thought they talked about that, and they said, no, they want everybody to ride on the same day. So, so many, only so many centers to go around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's the thing with an official, unofficial event, is that you need whatever you want. But Milwaukee everyone. got so big. It's so big. That, you know, it, it's... Is it still that big? They... Kind of like regulated it down. Uh, I haven't rode my fat bike. I like to ride my my thirty sixer, my cruiser, and it's red too. And it is red. It's and the it same makes you look bike. and it makes you look tiny, like a tiny Santa, like an elephant's a tiny Santa, like a kid in the snow on his bike. I like to wear a Krampus outfit or or a polar bear <gasps> or someday a dreidel <laughs> to Santa Rampage. There you go, multicultural. I'm probably going to the one in Rochester myself, but we'll see. Because it's chewy. Because, and it's closer to me than everybody else. Yeah. I live in a nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are partying over here. I'm like in the apartment next door with no friends. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not that bad. Do you like that guy in, in office space? That <laughs> when people knock on the wall, I mess yeah. with them. I say, I can't open it. Go around. <laughs> Nice. I messed that up. Well, that was the beer segment, and now we have a brand new segment, which is, what are you wearing? So we're going to call our apparel editor, Greg Gentle, and uh, ask him what he's been wearing. Today was, on my ride, it was like 16 degrees. So uh, Who does he work for? He's the fatbike.com apparel editor. I'm sure he has he has other like a real job. <laughs> but he's so like uh, in a sweatshop underneath your garage. <laughs> <laughs> you know about the sweatshop underneath my garage? <laughs> Come the on, fatbike.com factory. <laughs> We're on the air. I'm supposed to like say stuff. We're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sweat? <laughs> we we've got a job for you. Hey, one ringy dingy. Two ringy dingies. Oh, I, oh, we're we're like forty five minutes early too, because I didn't know how, how long, long do you think we're gonna take? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like to, I like to chill. Uh, Greg, come on, man. I have to edit edit all this ringing out. He probably has to wait till his break. That's what happens. Hi, you Greg Gentle. Please leave a message, and I'll read back to you as soon as possible. It's got a gentle voice. At the tone, please record your message. That was Greg Gentle, our apparel editor. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he sound handsome? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me tell you what I wore today, 16 degrees. I started out with a pair of Bora thermal fleecy uh, bib knickers. Mm-hmm. Smart wool thin socks, Troy Lee designs like wild psychedelic fluorescent. I think they're acrylic socks. I don't even know if they're supposed to be warm. And uh, Wolfhammers on the on the feet. The new Boa Wolfhammers with chemical toe warmers stuck to the stuck to the uh, base. Now let's just let's remind me. Take <laughs> let's return to that toe warmer thing at the end here 
So what else? So I had on Old Man Winter, Bontrager Pants, which I'm testing. Ooh la la, so nice. (laughs) I had on a 45 North short sleeve merino wool t-shirt that I'm also testing. Very nice and also reasonable at like 60 bucks. On top of that, I had a Wallistic wool jersey by, it's a dirt rag line. On top of that, I had a Revelate Designs windproof fleecy top with a with a snorkel hood that actually can go over your helmet. <gasps> Under the helmet, I had a Ibex woolly hat. My God, were you on fire? Helmet. <laughs> I know, with, sweating with just a, listening to you. <laughs> yeah. It's sixteen degrees out. So, and on top, on, on top, of, and on top of that fleece. I had on a 686 specialized you know, wind jacket with 1,000 pockets. And another, that hood is articulated big enough to go over your, uh, your helmet. But because I had the windproof fleece over it, I was like, and it actually, this, it's very breathable, this material that this Revelate designed hoodie thing. So that's what I had on today. So. And then did you have to take all of it off? I mean, no. You were five miles in? I, Hell no. Oh, I forgot my gloves. I have a new <laughs> pair of, of showers. I have a new pair of showers pass knit waterproof gloves. It's a pair. It's a layer of knit, a, a breathable. You say water- showers pass? Showers like pass. Okay. Yep. Um, I just picture the kid like goes out to the school bus, his mom passes him up, and his arms are straight up to the side. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> you know, that's what I feel like you look like. Dude, and you now. Like bubble. <laughs> Now I'm I'm wearing so much smaller sizes, I could actually start building on top of that of all the larger size stuff that I have. I don't even even like any really, just that fleece is the only insulation level. Well, maybe the the other jersey. And everything else. One question I have is, they make men's knickers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, you've heard of, you've heard of Capri pants. These are, these are, these are man pre's. (laughs) Okay. Would you rest You know, when you have boots. Does Bethany know you're wearing knickers? (laughs) (laughs) What are you identifying as nowadays? (laughs) I'm still male. (laughs) Uh, I'm still male. So yeah, uh, if you, if you like to, Dress up in weird stuff and go cycling. Send us send us an email with a picture how cold it was out, and you could be featured on <gasps> everyone together. What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. But <laughs> lay it depends on who's paying her. Mark or George? <laughs> you wear George's stuff or Mark's stuff? Yeah, we wear. Or do, you, do you wear do you wear kit on your training rides? I'm a, I I. Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever I have available. Yeah, and that's mostly kit because this shit is expensive, dude. A losing weight, the biggest expense is like <laughs> rebuying fuck, everything. I have to buy all these new clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now we're in the. You're fun. probably saving a ton more in health expenses, though. Yeah, and true you that you yeah. can't buy junk food anymore. Yeah, you know, healthy food is is really expensive. That's why they sell bread and potatoes and shit is because it's just all filler. The yeah. good stuff like, you know, good chicken, sushi, right? right. Good pro protein rich meat and nuts and yeah, Here I am. I'm putting together like multiple $100,000 proposals at my office today. You know, I got to I got to push all these out. I got to get them all out before the new year, get everyone to renew like <laughs> 
Holy cow. Hey, what are you what are you wearing? <laughs> Killed your vibe. Anyway. Uh, hang on. Yeah, the most Wait stressful part of the day was having to order food for Gomez. <laughs> Oh, that's what I do when I went to the he store. Doesn't like, what carbs, he doesn't eat gluten. I don't know what to do. What do I get? Are you the same thing here? I did. Sushi work. Greg. Greg. How you doing? Hey, hey, there you Ooh. are. Hey, what are you wearing? <laughs> what you am look, I wearing? That's... You look great today, Greg. <laughs> hey, you're oh. here on the air in uh, uh, this good. is the Dose of Fat podcast, and we have Leia Schneeberger. Rollins Alexander, Princess... Um, what did we miss? Did we miss some? Uh, I can't remember what all you said. <laughs> I can't remember. And we also have a V Spinner Ryerson. Hi. This is a, a whole crew there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where are you? I'm. Uh, I'm enjoying a, a lovely evening at home in the gorgeous Saint Croix River Valley. Were you paid to say that? Because I thought <laughs> you were in the sweatshop. Yeah. No, the sweatshop is not here. Absolutely <laughs> no. Absolutely not. <laughs> We all we we run a we run a above the board free range pixel <laughs> uh, webcasting McThinger out of there, man. So uh-huh. uh, <laughs> so the 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 premise of this story is that we call people. You you're a person, and I am a human, and uh, you're also our apparel editor. So you go riding and you wear clothing, as opposed I to do. Spinner who wears. Like, I wear shorts. <laughs> wear shorts all the time. Yeah, but uh, so tell us, like, do you do you have a report with with the temperature and and was it when was it today and and stuff? I can I can absolutely share a a, a very recent riding wear experience with our listeners tonight. It, it's not today because today was too hectic and crazy for gotcha. me to get out on the bike. So paint a word but, picture about the day that you went riding, Greg. Uh, so earlier on Sunday afternoon, midday, I am, uh, I've been employed, not officially in the capacity of being paid, of course, but I'm a member of the Wooly Bike Club up here in the St. Croix Valley, and we are preparing for the Global Fat Bike Day and the celebration of all things fat coming up in December. And I wanted to make sure that our course is looking good mm-hmm. and ready, ready for company, as they say. So I was preparing our, our nature house. Taking the plastic covers off up. of your trails. <laughs> That's right. You know, you nice. know <laughs> we got we, we to gotta make sure that the, the, the plastic is on the sofa for when company comes. Uh, I, was, I was riding around in this very beautiful remote area north of St. Croix Falls called the sand barons and i chose uh, a couple of things to wear knowing that it was going to be cold and windy to make sure that i was taken care of and it started with a short sleeve base layer that i recently received from our friends at trek and bontrager it's a merino and bamboo blend and over that i threw a long sleeve jersey and I'm like, what next? What next? And I've got this really cool jacket that Steo sent recently called a Kitna. Mm-hmm. It's one of their products. And Steo is a company out in 
in Jackson Hole. They focus mostly on, on skiing, downhill, and alpine pursuits, but they also know that there are people like us in the upper middle west that don't have mountains that do other cool things in the winter time like ride bikes so, the, the wannabe cowboys <laughs> right right if they only had if they only had you know a uh a, a mips level cowboy hat for me to wear when i was out there for safety i'd do that but they had uh they've got this really sweet jacket and a pair of pants that they sent so is it so is it like uh, is it soft shell is it is it windproof it fleece? Is. So, okay. so it's a, it's a, it's got a fleece lining, um, and unlike some jackets for a mid layer, this has thumb holes. Oh, nice. If you're familiar with a, a base layer that has thumb holes, this jacket also has thumb holes. So, I was wearing that with a long sleeve jersey and a base layer, and the wind was sometimes an issue because it was like 15 plus miles per hour, but not crazy cold. So I was riding hard enough to keep my body core warm just with that. But what's cool about what I was wearing below the waist was a pair of pants that they sent also called a Pinedale, a Pinedale pant. It's a, a technical uh, stretchy fabric. It's a blend of polyester and nylon that moves with you it's not designed for cycling but i would say it's fair game for riding in the winter with a base layer and underneath that they also sent a new product that they just put out this year called the furnos knicker and it's a a three-quarter length prima loft <laughs> is that a men's uh, <laughs> Yeah, it is. Okay, because we just talked about the Get out of the women's aisle, you guys. <laughs> I didn't know Get out, out, of, Get out of our is, lane. This is so right, similar hey, to what, what I wore what, today I for 16 degrees. A, I, I did not call it a pedal pusher, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I call them men pre's because they're like capri the pants. Yeah, them yeah. capri's. Men pre's. And, These... and I've, uh, I've, I've had a couple shots across the bow for wearing something like this in the past. <laughs> some of my friends that don't understand. <laughs> hey, you look really nice today. Well, who yeah. keeps on trucking yeah. when they all got to quit at the closest bar? Yeah. You know, I you said, know. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my ground on this, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> you go, Greg. I'm going to tell you that these things are the most comfortable under I don't know if it's an undergarment exactly because I had a pair of bib shorts involved in this also mm -hmm. just a little padding for the action but man these things were super warm I was worried about wow these could be overkill because they're kind of made for downhill skiing and they call it a boot length a mm -hmm. boot cut because mm -hmm. it doesn't go all the way down to the ankle so when you're you know wearing your your soft shell downhill wear mm -hmm. it's not going to bunch up and cause issues around you know around your shins when you were in ski boots right on that's so, why that's why i wear the knickers as opposed to tights because i wear tall socks and you know you don't yeah. want everything bunching up down there where you got these wolf hammer boots greg's got a set of wolf hammer boots too huh? oh yeah 
Oh yeah. So <laughs> Why are you looking at me like I was like I was bullying you earlier? I was just saying like I didn't know men's knickers were a thing, and now I, now I think yeah. Every yeah, dude I I've talked to I've, about pants today talked about. I feel knickers. bullied. I'm going to my safe spot. And now, and now we know. We and teaming now up. We know. Yeah, Leia thinks it's right. weird too. I still use long tights yeah, and, and I have wolf hammer boobs and, and big ass wolf that, That's socks. why I feel bullied because both of you are gay. And I'm, I'm just shocked at how many how much how many layers you guys have to wear. My yeah, gosh, get yeah. some fat on them booties. You yeah. know? No, you know what? Like, We're probably not working as hard as you are. Do you have cankles? Star. Is that the problem here? <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. So, so, so well, go on. I, I'm just. I want to throw a shout out to the people at Steo because I, I use the term "mountain forward." You know, fashion mm-hmm. forward. I'm going to give them the mountain forward uh, seal of approval for the stuff that they make. I've been a fan cool. for years, and nice. they were very kind to share some of their products with us to to preview and share on FatBike.com for our, our readers and listeners. And I, people should check it out. It's good stuff. Nice. All right. They, so, what did you wear on your head, dude? Uh, head, hands, feet on, are always on like the my, on my on my nut. I've got a a really cool kind of uh, shoulder is the the fancy brand of fabric, right? The it's, that's that's the name brand. Uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, a, it's a name brand, it. and you know, I I I I think if you're if you're in the garment biz, you you really know what the shoulder stuff is. People use it for um, for pants, and I've got a, a. There's a company in Los Angeles, which is kind of ironic because what the hell do they know about? Hey, on, the riding. on a 62 degree day, <laughs> some shoulder, oh, yeah. solar oh, soft shell skull cap is exactly what you need. <laughs> it's almost 40. We should put our our shoulder pants on with our fleece lining. Now they uh, they've got a really nice winter cap that is made for cycling. So it fits good under the helmet. So I, I put that on the nut, threw my helmet on and, and whose helmet are you wearing these days, homie? It's a, it's a puck. Wow. Well, I haven't tried those yet. See them everywhere. Yeah. And, and nothing else, no vent, no covers or anything else. Do you put a hood over your helmet? I do not, not, okay. not in, uh, not under these conditions. And I, so, and how cold was it this day that you were wearing? Cause you're, it was, it was about 20. Okay. You're matching up with my 16-degree day pretty close. To the yeah. Year oh, yeah. That I described. Yeah. I, I, and, and with the wind, you know, if, if, if I was windy. not, you know, surrounded in the, the gorgeous pines of this area, it would have been a different situation possibly. But uh, the the windbreak was, was covered with, with some of the tree lining to keep us. Uh, keep yeah. Us road, I mean, road or trail riding, Different different totally situation different. than being in the forest. The forest kind of shelters you from the wind. Like no wind chill in the forest unless mm-hmm. you're fast, like somebody we know. Well, thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks thanks for joining us on our first special segment. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, the, we're we're entering the fun section of the show. So we're gonna say goodbye. Bye, Greg. Good night. See you, Thank Greg. You. Good night, all. We'll Thanks see you for the call. Looking forward to uh, joining you again soon. Right on. Later's. Carry on. That was Greg Gentle. He's the apparel editor of FatBike.com. Look at you with this big staff. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> on the payroll. If I had a nickel, if I had a nickel for every so time. Uh, somebody told me that. <laughs> so, uh, the most important day of the year, the international holiday for fat biking, the global flat, global <laughs> fat bike day. High holidays are right around the corner, kids. December seventh. December seventh. And I'm actually, I've traveled around. I've done all kinds of different stuff on Global Fat Bike Day. And I'm actually, I I hosted one. I think probably the first year I hosted at Kettle without a permit. That's one bikini girls. That's the one you made up. (laughs) That's when you invented it. (laughs) I didn't invent it, dude. It's like Uh Richie Salt and. Uh and, Just like men's niggers. I think it's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Is Adam Blake going there's? No, no, Adam Blake is actually holding one, and that brings me to the point of where I on that I was trying to get to. Global Fat Bike Day is a day that I'm like pulled in twenty different directions because I know all these people, and everybody goes riding, and I wish I could be cloned. And they I need wish- the king of Global Fat Bike Day well, at their I mean, event. Ain't no king, no way. <laughs> but but you know, Adam Blake's having one, and we're having one at Camrock, and the Bell Joy Group. Uh, Megan McGarry is going to uh, host a women's uh, ride at that event. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be it's going to be fun. You okay, know? I, I just wait. keep I'm on saying. I just Megan's keep on... hosting at Adam's event, or she's Spare, hosting at, be women there. at, at, at the Camrock event. <laughs> See, I, okay, I'm all for the women's thing, but is like when there's a women's ride, dudes can't go. <laughs> Well, there's a global fat bike ride. Okay, but there's just a separate a ride. Joy, there's yeah. a women's ride at the event. We're meeting at the same Correct. place, gotcha. and women are, can take off on their own. Or right. if women don't want to go with the women, they can go with the regular. Correct, yeah. We you have a choice. Okay, yeah. right. The, so, the knicker dudes are the women's ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's going to stick for a while. <laughs> <laughs> There's a different Dude, ride for I the have a picture dudes. of you in a you white skin suit. You have a regular ride, the women's, and the <laughs> knickers. <laughs> yes, you do. And that could become the logo for, logo for the Dose of Fat Isn't podcast. that going to be on the cover? I thought you blocked the, out. You just out shirts. It, didn't you just like block out my eyes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I did block out your eyes. Thanks. That's, now everybody knows. Yeah. I have that without the eyes blacked out. <laughs> so. okay. Hey, we already covered huge ass, but... Go to huge ass races. We might, I might go there. I went, might interview you, and you might end up on this very show. I'll be at uh, the first one down in uh, Lake, Lake Geneva? Geneva. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm go. racing you. Bring it on. When's the black eye? I like it because it's a potluck. <laughs> I'm racing you, but Everybody I'm doing. Brings a ton but I'm doing the short race, and I, you'll probably still beat me. I'm still gonna laugh your ass. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. But I'm really there for the potluck afterwards. It's so good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. People potluck go all is out. the mm-hmm. best, dude. That, that's that, a lot of sugar comes to potlucks. Yeah, and that's going to happen at our Camrock Global Fat Bike Day. Oh yeah, I'll be there. Be there too. Making bacon. Is it an Just outdoor? Feed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shelter number two. Just like the year that I went and uh, with Andy Olson, and I saw you there, and you were like, "Oh yeah, the trails are over there." I don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I can ride with my dogs, and I kind of hide. So no, oh. yeah. yeah. I like those trails over there. I rode there today. It was really nice. People had ridden there, and you know they have Mayor's Playground all closed off. But okay, I was going to say is that open yet? I saw their controversy online. 
Mm-hmm. Huh? You know, it's going to be fragile for a while, but holy crap, that is, that is really nice, the, yeah. what they built there. It's it's not the kind mm-hmm. of stuff that I ride in general, but I might have to take lessons and learn and How to fly. get a new bike. and, and But they have beelines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's, it's not there, like you have to hit the four-foot drop. Right, right. right. No, there was some recently where some stuff was not open and people were riding around. Or, I don't know. I just saw a bunch of kerfluffle online about huh. stuff yeah. being not open. I'm pretty sure it's open. The guy who built it said it was open. Okay. It changes by the, you know, they, they're that. We're in a trail freeze-thaw cycle right now. Yeah, they're that trail conditions, Delio, and they, they update it and, you know. Betcha. <laughs> Oh wow! Sorry, yeah, thanks. So, <laughs> you guys fed me, man. Oh, I had a, had a baby diet coke. That was the problem. I don't do it. You want one of these NA Hellraiser beers? Uh no, thanks. You want some of Leia's wine? Oh my God! Look at you. That was a full <laughs> bottle when we started. Wow. Okay. E- e. <laughs> so, my buddy Destro, last Wednesday we crashed the. Uh, Full Spectrum Cycling Podcast and went to see his bike because it was built there at uh, Everyday Cycles. It's a Chumba Ursa Major, titanium fat bike, uh, head wheels, uh-huh. like the bling It's It's got the... Uh, U.S. made. XX1. Are you going to put a picture of it up? Yeah. Bling, yeah, yeah. We're, we should actually like do a full reader's rides, but... I don't know if Destro was. You should do, you should, should, you know how you're doing that, uh, you know, where they're going to send in pictures of what are you wearing? Mm -hmm. Let's have them send in in pictures of what are you biking? What are you riding? What what are the upgrades here? Yeah, let's see what's the cool new stuff. We definitely do that. Well, we had a, yeah. yeah, uh, Send me pictures of your cool bikes. I visited Chumba down in Austin, Texas, and they were a sponsor. They sponsored at least one of the beer stops, and we had a bunch of Chumba tape for the Single Speed USA. Mm -hmm. So Chumba is a... You talk about over there? <laughs> yeah, it's a U.S. made, U.S. made Texas company that made fat bikes. So kind of came into the market with fat and plus bikes, but have moved on. Don't make fat bikes anymore. Maybe, maybe gonna make oh, really? it again. Yeah, that, that's what I heard okay. on the full spectrum cycling. I thought that was pretty interesting. That. that was cool to listen to. Is like it's a, the bike we want to build. People won't buy it because it's the cost, the price point, right? If you can buy if you can buy a bike just as good that's made in well it's it's a proven fact American consumers will don't hold that American made thing up they won't pay more mm-hmm. they want it for the same price so mm-hmm. it's a conundrum it is if you make bikes <laughs> but if you're a pixel cowboy don't matter if they're from China or from outer space. <laughs> So I got to ask about this wireless Bluetooth shifting. Can this stuff get wet? Yeah. Did he ride in the lake? Probably not. Ask Princess Sterling. For <laughs> There's an Alexander it can, Jr. It can take it all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Till the battery runs It'll take dead. a billion. Just let, make sure the battery ain't it. dead. Just yeah. charge her. Yeah. Okay. So Greg had said, oh, I didn't know about it, but then I called George Capitz, and George Capitz said, I ran it all last season, no problems. And if he could do that, anybody can. Yeah. (laughs) Keep in mind, consumers, if you don't own a bike shop, (laughs) you may own a bike shop after you 
start, you know, <laughs> dabbling in this high-end stuff. I know. I speak from experience. I've got one in my I'm basement. Just, yeah. I'm not going to be a believer until I see it, and then even probably not. But Bluetooth shifting. So, Bluetooth shifting. Yeah. Wow, shocking. What, what else shocking. Yeah, just shocking like people didn't believe speed. in the internet, dude. <laughs> shocking the single speed Viking. I don't know if the internet is, is going to make it. Is skeptical of electric shifting. I don't think Amazon.com is going to make it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a little skeptical on that. What is that voice? Is that a Caitlyn Jenner voice? <laughs> Busting it out here. What? <laughs> How did Caitlyn Jenner get in my... That's her voice. Like, old man. (laughs) I don't know about... Just wait. All these fancy stuff. If I got to charge my bike... It's not even e-bike. It's true. (laughs) You don't even get the motor. (laughs) But But I'm I'm still going to single speed it, man. If you you like that little bullet point, you're going to love the next bullet point, which is (laughs) that, you know, titanium, the King Creek EE wing titanium crank sets that are for fat bikes can only be bought in the u.s by lemaire cycles and lemaire cycles got their shipment in so guess who's getting a blank blank double e titanium no okay uh, explain I'm, explain this to uh, me a, i don't know yeah. if you know what this is oh it's bike parts you have no idea yeah so it's uh <laughs> it's a it's a one thousand dollar crank set where the arms are tubular titanium it's made by Cane Creek. Okay. And they made a very small batch of these with the 100 millimeter bottom bracket. And only those, only the fat bike EE wing titanium Cane Creek crank sets are being distributed by Lemaire Cycles. So okay. you have to contact them. You can, I'll, I'll put On a link. On their website, you got to yeah. call him. You got to know his uh, you, cell phone number. No, I'll put their, their uh, LemaireCycles.com, I believe it is. So what's the sell point? It's light and stiff. Mm. Yeah, and it, and it's pretty sweet. And the what's the E? Oh, exit. Okay. Yeah, that's the name of the product. It's kind of weird. Like, I it's thought like, you were gonna go in like there's a, it, there's a motor inside E-E-E the bottom wings. bracket. No, like, <laughs> no motor. It's all human powered. Uh-huh. So it's super uh, bike jewelry. And okay. I you might see one on my bike soon. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, look, look, look at that look I'm getting from. What races is he winning? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that you're not on your phone right now. George? George, where's my charge? <laughs> Dude, I felt kind of bad. It's like, my buddy Destro picks up this bike. It's beautiful. It's got, it's got race face next cranks on it. I'm like, oh, you know what's really good is I just heard today those E-wing titanium ones, titanium bike, titanium. You wanted to one-up him when he's showing you his cool new bike? Ouch. Yeah. I'm, 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 You're an evil little gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Always has been. Look at the jacket. That's Don't not let a- him fool you guys. <laughs> yeah. so what, 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 what do you think side. is the dollar amount of the retail of Destro's bike? If you had to guess, ten thousand is what. Oh my gosh, is what for Sven a fat told bike? Me. Really? Yeah. Without a motor. <laughs> yeah, just bike. And retail on these uh, EE wing tie crank sets is one thousand dollars. I don't think that has any chain rings with it either. Our bolts. Mm. Those would be extra. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, though, I saw something on the internet today, or I, today or yesterday. It's not like Monday. Reeb reinvented. Clunkadelic, clunky box sauce, dude. They they have this new steel bike called the Hoopty. God help you. <laughs> if dude. you buy one, can I have your Hank? 
I I know I have I yeah I already have the bike. I saw it's it, it's a cool looking clunker, but it, I think it's slacker than my Hank. Mm. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of money for a suspension. Clunker. It's going to be a it's high quality. Twelve hundred bucks, dude. That's twelve hundred bucks for a single speed with a fork. Twelve hundred bucks. That's not bad. Six hundred for the frame. Frame and fork. That's not wheels. It's not complete. You have complete bike. Single complete speed. bike is twelve hundred bucks. Twelve hundred bucks. Getting one. There's a build kit right on the website, which will be in the show notes. The last bullet point in this fabulous show, Wahoo! which has gone for God knows Way how long. Way too long. Holy crap. <laughs> I'm half in the bag. Half? <laughs> Your toes are sticking out. That's it. <laughs> it's so I just, this I just is what you guys were on the last podcast talking about that you didn't know what you were talking about. Wahoo. So... I say yes to GPS computer on your bike. I say yes to knowing stuff about how far you ride, how long it takes you. Yeah, yeah. Look at you losing all this weight. Now you can bike and bike all day. I say yes. Now he wants to know his watts and the distance (laughs) and the time and the speed. Well, <laughs> pretty soon Gomez is going to be I, on the race segment. I think I know it. See, yeah, that's my dilemma. Is I think I want to race, but then I go and I'm like sixty bucks to race four miles. Well, you never have to race if you have Strava. Oh. Yeah, there you go. The uh, the, yeah. the the rankings are I, right there, I, and that I, lasts I a hell of a lot longer than a than I, a trophy. So, so I, I want to know more about this because as we're talking earlier, yeah. um, single speeds, um, I was marking the course and I live on the other side of the country. So I was using my phone and trail forks to mm-hmm. try to figure out where I got to put tape and where the turns are. I can wish I had a computer that would telling me where I needed to go because my phone died. Right. You and, could have gone online and looked at a big screen and plotted something out and then uploaded that onto your GPS and it could have guided you there and you could have made mm-hmm. changes on the fly to that route and, and uh, it would have told you where you were at. What is a Wahoo? Is that a company? Is it a Garmin Wahoo? Wahoo, Wahoo Fitness is a company that is... Uh, it's a competitor of Garmin. So yeah. it's it's a bike, but, it's a cycling computer the same way a Garmin is. It's just but also a big brand. into indoor cycling and and using a, huh? a a trainer and that's a big segment of their business. Hey, GPS and a trainer. Well, it's interconnectivity and communication between devices that that your pacemaker how they're <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck are you talking about? You need a GPS and a trainer? Like, well, think, do you understand? No, I think I don't Pel- I use my phone. Think of how Peloton works. I don't know. Is that a roadie thing? All right. Yeah, well it's 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 interlinked it's people in their living rooms racing each other with a cycling instructor sounds so it's virtual wild. racing. Yeah. <laughs> You're racing other people in your living right. room. It's 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 not Haven't what you ever heard of Zwift? It's it's not what the three people in this been room doing it like for to years. do. Oh, you race people I'm, in your living room? No, I don't, but people do it. It sounds like I watch porn to TV me. in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, you could go do the real thing, or you can sit in the corner of your bedroom and watch other yeah, people I'd, do I'd stuff. Much ra- I'd much rather go outside. Well, it's the same way how they have social media get-togethers now, whereas before our social media platform was a keg in the middle of the woods. Right. What are you doing now? That's where we met. You and me? 
that's where people would meet <laughs> to be social. <laughs> right. Now just they can like just we do it online. To, we used so to go instead to the of biking shop. out in so the, let's let, let's on the not roads, let, you can just do it in your not, living room. Let's not let indoor cycling get in the way of the tool that you just yeah. identified that you could have used. I wish a I GPS had something. computer yeah. for your bike, whether yeah, it's a Garmin an IT or a guy, Wahoo. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Uh, a little anyway. behind the times, bro. No, I, I get stuff done without all the new fancy shit. I tested this Wahoo. I'm it was easy to use. The the you'll, you'll please you live you'll alone have, and you have no children. These <laughs> have dogs. They have yeah, give me a break. I did work on dog a tracking Wahoo's systems. Like Three hundred dollars. Okay. And what do you use it for? So everything. You put Strava on this? Yeah. yeah it, okay. it, it, uploads it uploads my rides to Strava, but you can control it. You don't have to use Strava with it at all. You can keep it all within the I mean, you can hide Wahoo how slow you are. Yeah. <laughs> right. No one's got to know how slow you are but you. <laughs> I did. So I, I did download. So I think, I, I think hey, it hey, we got the Berkey coming up. I mean, you've oh! lost a lot of weight. I don't know. Maybe uh, it's time you throw down the challenge. Oh, Jesus. I mean, or give me another $100. <sighs> I want to challenge, like, uh, somebody old and slow. <laughs> like me. What would be a good good person to challenge? Uh, you could know. just race in your age division. <laughs> yeah, you, you challenge, literally like, challenge everybody like, in your age literally group. Literally, that's, you can just sign up that's and that's what you will do. <laughs> that's my plan. And that's how, you wanna? that's how my professional wrestling career started. No, we could do the something. Ice Queen as my manager, <laughs> I would be champion of the world. If we all agree. Well, no. How are we going to do this? We, if we all agree to something that the winner would, you know, have to pay for, or like if we did like a trip and like this was covered, this was covered, no. depending on how you place. But how yeah. do we get into the Leia category? It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair anymore. <laughs> Unless she's this drunk. Okay, if you you start the race... You could give me testosterone inhibitors. (laughs) It's going to give you wine. Is that what you call wine right now? There's not much of that left. I don't know if it's going to... That bottle's good. I'm making sure not... Isn't that delicious wine? I'm not pouring another one. (laughs) Isn't that delicious, though? It is very delicious, yeah. I'm I'm starting to dig wine a lot. Is this something from the shores of Michigan? Well, we're pushing the two-hour mark oh on the old gosh, dose We're fat. definitely down to zero listeners by now, so it really doesn't matter. We could just I think keep we going. we bored you all to death, so we're just going <laughs> to sign off. <laughs> this is brought to you by FedBite.com and my left sock. And men's knickers. Bye, bitches. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram at FedBite.com. Come on, we're still best mate. The fire, the top of the notch, we'll feel the skin names. <laughs>